1: Calling all cars, attention all cars. Calling San Mateo County Sheriff's cars, broadcast 78. Father Patrick Heslin of the Coma Parish is missing. All cars be on the lookout for this man, that's all. Rio Grande presents an outstanding Northern California police case. And this is an opportune time for Rio Grande to express appreciation to Northern California motorists for their enthusiastic reception of cracked gasoline. Only nine months have passed since cracked gasoline was first introduced in Northern California. Yet in Northern California alone, it has been necessary for Rio Grande to build 19 new Gasoline Wholesale Distributing Plants to supply the demand. Sales and distribution have made spectacular increases. Thousands of motorists curious to know what Rio Grande's exclusive cracking process does to Gasoline have experienced the thrill of police car performance in their own cars. And now, ordinary Gasoline fail to satisfy them. Among these many thousands of new users, Rio Grande is proud to list many of the leading cities in Northern California which have officially adopted the same cracked gasoline specified by so many cities and counties wherever Rio Grande cracked gasoline is marketed. Today it is more true than ever before that wherever it is sold, Rio Grande cracked gasoline powers more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment than any other brand. And now it is our pleasure to introduce Sheriff James J. McGrath of San Mateo County, who will speak to you from the studios of station KFRC in San Francisco. Sheriff McGrath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The problem of crime prevention and deterrence is one of cooperation here in the San Francisco Bay District. It is rarely that a crime concerns only the officers of one community, for our cities are so close together here that invariably the criminal attempts to escape or hide away in a neighboring community. So we Bay District enforcement officers have had to learn the lesson of cooperation. In the case you are about to hear... Although the crime was committed in my jurisdiction and the body discovered in San Mateo County, the invaluable persistence of the San Francisco police ran down the criminal and turned him over to us. Once we had the suspect in custody, then our work of developing the case against him began. Together, the San Francisco officers and the men of the San Mateo Sheriff's Office were able to build a powerful case which sent the prisoner to San Quentin for life. i right. Some years ago, in the little town of Colma, near San Francisco, a stranger stands at the door of a parish priest.
0: What is it you'd be wanting at this hour of the night?
1: I want to speak to Father Hesper.
0: And why can't you come back tomorrow? The father is in his study. Very important. i got to see him. And what's it about?
1: A friend of mine, he's, he's dying. He's asking somebody to play over him. Extraunction, he calls it.
0: Well, why didn't you say so? Just a minute, and I'll be calling Father Heslin.
1: Don't no, he's too busy. I heard the jump. Hurry, Father. Had much more time to live. Very well, just as soon as I get into my coat. Oh, no, not so very far, Father, but, but hurry. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm all ready.
0: I'll have a cup of tea brewing for you when you get back, Father. <laughs>
1: Father Hestland does not return for his cup of tea that night and the following morning in the study of the Archbishop of San Francisco. Please pardon the interruption, Your Grace, but I think I should call this message to your attention. What is it? It carries no signature and its type with It reads, Your Grace, if the Mother Church ever wants the services of Father Hestland again, you must pay me $6,500. He's unconscious now, and if you refuse to pay this amount, Father Hesson will be done away with, and you'll never even find his body to give him decent burial. Don't mention this letter to anyone, and don't try to notify the police. Get the money, and I will send you another letter in a few days, telling you how you must pay the money. And here's a postscript written in ink. If you or the people you send with the money try to capture me, you will all be blown to pieces by an infernal machine. Oh, may God have pity on such a miserable sinner. What are we to do? Well, oh, perhaps it is a practical joke some thoughtless person is playing on it. I hope so. Uh, never mind, I'll answer it. Hello? Yes. He didn't return last night. I see. Yes. Well, don't worry, my daughter. Yes, I'll take care of it. Goodbye. Uh, it is no joke, brother. That was Father Hetman's housekeeper. And he did not return home last night. God preserve him. With the news of the abduction of the Colma parish priest, public indignation flares. The citizens of Colma offer one thousand dollars for information leading to the arrest and conviction of Father Heston's abductors. Priest of the San Francisco Diocese offered a reward of five thousand dollars for the return of Father Heston, dead or alive. San Mateo County adds a thousand dollar reward for information concerning the kidnappers. And in a cheap hotel in San Francisco, sits a man poring over the screaming headlines, thinking aloud.
2: Seven
1: thousand dollars reward. Uh, yeah. Better than $6,500 ransom. <laughs> Far better. $500 better. <laughs> so, a week after Father Hessman's disappearance, an itinerant baker appears at the San Francisco police headquarters. What do you want? I want to speak to the captain. Captain Busy, what can I do for you? I've got to speak to the captain direct. Oh, what about? You'll have to state your business. Why, i I got a tip on the kidnapping of Father Heslin. Oh, oh, that's different. Wait a minute. I beg pardon, Captain. There's a man out here who says he knows something about the disappearance of the coma priest. Show him in. Yes, sir. Right this way. Thanks. Well, good afternoon. Have a seat. Uh, Thanks. Now, what is it? I know all about Father Heslin. Yes, yes, he's dead. What? Yeah. De- dead and buried. Where's he buried? Out in the sand dunes at Salada, near a flapjack sign with a miner on it. Do I get the reward? Uh, wait a minute. Not so quick about the reward. How do you know this? A drunken foreigner told it to a girlfriend of mine at the corner of Ellison Mason the other night. That's what he said. Father Heslin is buried out in the dunes at Salada Beach. What's your name? William A. Hightower. What's the girl's name? I told you this. Uh, Ella. Yeah, yeah, that's her name. Ella Howard. Where does she live? I don't know. Where do you live? All right. At that Ten Hotel. Did I get the reward? Well, we'll see about that after we've checked your story. Oh, well, my story's great, all right. Come along with me and I'll show you. You will lead us to the grave? Sure. You'll give me the reward. Well, nobody else has claimed it so far, and that's all I can say now. <laughs> Accompanied by newspaper reporters, the officers follow High Tower out to the lonely Salada dunes. For a half mile, they trudge through the deep sand, and then, as they approach the beach, Hey, there's a sign with a miner on it. Is this the place? Yeah. You dig here you will find him? According to the porn. Hold that pose, pointing like that, Mister High Tower. I want to get a picture. Thanks. Okay, boys, start digging. Mm-hmm. What did this foreigner look like, Mr. Hightower? Oh, I didn't talk to him, you understand, but Ella said that he was short and, and dark and, and drunk. That's not much of a description. Well, you. Well, women are, they don't notice much. Not my wife. She can see a blonde hair on my coat a half block away. The devil just did something, Captain. Yeah, this can go easy then, boys. There he is. That's the priest, all right. Well, give us a hand while we get him out of this hole here. Okay, Cap. Okay, not I'll like one. it over here. Yeah, put your hands under there. Yeah, I got it. All right, now up you yeah. go. Right, That's right.
2: That's
1: right. Easy. Lay him over here. Right. Oh, all right. Well, a fractured skull, apparently hit by some blunt instrument. Here's a bullet hole in his body, Captain. Hey, they sure did for him, didn't they? Yes, Mister Hightower, they did. While High Tower is kept in technical custody for questioning regarding the murder, newspaper reporters thronging over the site of the grave make a discovery. Got enough shots to the place, Ben? Yeah, I guess so. We better get back to town if we're going to make the bulldog. Yeah, let's go. Hey, wait a minute. What? Here are a couple of tent stakes by the grave. Well, whatever. Maybe nothing. But look at this fish line tied around one of them. And here's a timber with fish lines tied around it in the same kind of knot. Yeah? That's not mysterious. Maybe not. And then again, maybe it's a clue. Oh, you've been reading too many Sherlock Holmes stories. Well, just the same. I'm going to take them in and turn them over to the police. <laughs> While back at headquarters, well, Captain, I returned I to the body. I get the seven thousand dollars reward now. What's your hurry, Mister Hightower? A few questions I'd like to ask you. Sure, if there are any questions you like, but I've already told you everything I know. Well, not everything. Where were you on the night of August second? Huh? August second? Yes, the night that Father Heston was summoned from his home. Why, right. Captain? You don't think I have anything to do with it, do you? And well, I'm asking the questions. Where were you on that night? Well, uh, the night of August 2nd, I, I was out riding with a lady friend of mine. We, we drove down to San Jose in fact. How are you so sure of the date? Oh, I just remember the week ago yesterday. Oh. What was the lady's name? Edith Stanley. Where does she live? The Berkshire Hotel. Edith Stanley Berkshire Hotel. Whose car did you ride in? Uh, I rented. Where? Oh, at Tommy Carroll's garage on, on Golden Gate Avenue. I see. Just a minute, please. Send in Martin and Brannigan. <coughs> yes, sir? Bring in Edith Stanley, who lives at Berkshire Hotel. Yes, sir. And Brannigan, you check with Tommy Carroll's garage and whether Mr. Hightower rented an automobile there on the 2nd of August. And, uh... Oh, yes. Tell Kelly to take a man and search Mr. Hightower's room at the Ten Hotel. Yes, sir. Hey, now, look here, Captain. You think you're kidding your authority? I do not. Oh, dear. Anything else you want to ask me? Not for the moment. I'm free to go. You are not. You're still in technical custody until I check your story. While Detective Martin searches for Edith Stanley and Brannigan checks with the garage, Detective Kelly and his partner search Hightower's room. Well, let's see what's in this closet. Like a tent. Help me get it out of here. Yeah. Mm, look. Stand on it. And tuberculosis written across the side. What the w do you suppose that's for? It's me. I think we'd better take it in. All right. Anything else in there? Yeah. Funny looking box. Look. Let me see. Looks like a bomb of some sort to me. Better be careful with it. Hmm? Say, there's a rifle in the corner. Yeah, and look over here at this desk. A twenty-two pistol and some shells from a forty-five automatic. And Father Hesman was shot with a forty-five. Well, it looks like we're getting somewhere, partner. Sure does. Only watch how you handle that box. I don't like the look of it. Got a young lady registered here by the name of Edith Stanley. No, she checked out. When'd she check out? On the third of August. On the third of August. Where'd she go? I don't know. Ah, uh, don't give me a run around. I'm from police headquarters. Oh, oh, that's different. You see, she told me not to give out her new address. Okay, but you're going to give it to me. Well, she she moved around the corner to the Alcatraz. Thanks. Is William A. Hightower in the car here on August 2nd? Hightower, Hightower. Let me look through the book. Yes, oh, of course. I remember him. He left some tent poles here. Tent poles? What's what for? Well, asked me to take care of them. How long did he have the car? Well, he took it out around 6 o'clock and brought it back around 2 a.m. What kind of a car was it? Ford. That's fine. Mind showing me those tent poles? All right. Well, they're Mr. I. Tower's property. I don't think it should. I'm from Central Station. I'm going to take these tent poles in for evidence. <laughs> Just to be sure, I brought the stakes in with me, Captain. Here they are. Well, ten stakes aren't unusual things to find on the beach, you know. Lots of people camp out. Yeah, I suppose it was foolish of me. No, I appreciate your interest, and I'll keep them around in case they tie in with anything. Oh, hello, Kelly. What'd you find in Hightower's room? Plenty. A rifle, a twenty-two revolver, and some forty-five shells. Forty-five shells. Yep, and a suspicious-looking box. Eddie took it under the ballistics man. But here's the one thing we found that doesn't make sense. Hey, what's that? Look. A tent with the word tuberculosis written on the side. Hey, let me see that. Look, Captain. There's some of that same fish line tied through this ring here. And it's tied in the same knot as on these stakes. Hey, Gully, you're right. There's sand on the tent, too. Harry, those stakes you brought in are an important link. I'm glad you reporters make yourself useful sometimes. Yeah, oh, what do you mean? Sometimes. Where'd you coppers be without it? Sometimes, I wonder. Well, Captain, Hightower rented a car from Carroll, all right. About between 6 in the evening and 2 a.m. Fine. What the devil are you carrying? Oh, these are some tent poles he left with Carroll. Well, I'd bring them in. Might come in handy. They do. Now, boys, we're getting somewhere. we got the stakes, the poles, and the tent, which is pitched by Father Heslin's grave. All we need is a frying pan. We can go camping. Need circumstantial evidence, Captain, but don't forget Hightower's alibi. Don't worry. We'll check on that. Well, Kelly, it was an infernal machine, all right. Hey, hey, don't point it at yeah. me. Don't worry, the ballistics man took the shells out of it. An infernal machine, huh? Is this the one you found in Tower's room? Yes, sir. It was rigged with ten shotgun shells to go off when you release the trigger. And a ransom note threatened Archbishop Hanna with an infernal machine if he didn't come across. Uh, hello? Yeah? Fine, yeah, bring her in. Well, yeah, that's Martin? He's got Hightower's alibi with him. Mind if I stay while you question her, Captain? No, I owe you something for those ten stakes. Thanks. Right this way, Miss Stanley. Captain, this is Miss Stanley. Uh,
0: how
1: do you do? Won't you be seated, Miss Stanley?
0: Thanks.
1: Uh, have a cigarette. No,
0: thanks.
1: Miss Stanley, are you acquainted with a William Hightower? Yeah. Did you see him on the evening of August 2nd, uh, that is, uh, a week ago yesterday?
0: Yeah, that's the last time I saw him.
1: You said that you went on an automobile ride with him to Jose that night. Is that true? It is not. But you did see him that night. Yeah. What were the circumstances under which you saw him?
0: He called for me about 6 o'clock and drove me downtown. What did you do
1: for the rest of the evening?
0: I had dinner by myself, went to a movie, and came back to the hotel and went to bed. Then about... Two o'clock in the morning, Mr. Hightower came up to the room. He wanted to talk to me. He said I wouldn't let him in.
1: She moved five times during the past five days, Captain. After it explain that, I had to follow her to five different hotels.
0: I was trying to get away from Hightower. I'm engaged to be married to another fella. Mr. Hightower kept running after me. That night, after he tried to make me let him in at two in the morning, I made up my mind to hide from him. He knew I'd get into trouble if I had anything to do with that guy. Now, look at the mess I'm in. Well,
1: you're in no mess, Miss Stanley. We're not accusing you of anything. You can't, because I know. Well, you convinced me of that, and you've been of great service to us.
0: Oh, may I go now?
1: Well, yes, but keep in touch with us in case we want to question you further.
0: Very well, Captain. I will.
1: All right, thank you, Miss Stanley.
0: Good day, then. Oh, bye, man.
1: Good night. Well, there goes Hightower's alibi higher than a kite. Yeah, it looks like it. I'm going to put that guy where he belongs. Hello. Get me, Constable uh, Landini of Colma. Thanks for letting me in on this, Captain. I got a place to city room now, and I want to get a picture of that Stanley dance. Okay. Hello? Hello, Constable. Well, I've got the murderer of Father Heslin. Yeah. Sure, I got the evidence. Well, it's circumstantial, but it's sufficient to hold him to of for murder. Okay. And bring the warrant with you. Mm-hmm. On the 13th of August, Constable S.A. Landini formally charges William A. Hightower of the murder of Father Hesman. The suspect is moved to the San Mateo County Jail at Redwood City, where Sheriff Michael Sheehan questioned him further. when attacked tight spot, Hightower, we have enough on you to hang you. Now why don't you make our job easier by confessing? Well, you might get off as life imprisonment. How can I confess to this murder when I didn't do it? Can't browbeat a confession out of me. No, nobody's trying to browbeat you, Hightower. Has anyone laid a hand on you? No, but you would if you weren't afraid of my influence. I know you, cop. Don't you think that remark's a little silly? Now, look here. What were you doing camping out at Salada Beach? I wasn't camping out there. Oh, come on, now. We have the tent stakes found at the grave. We have the tent found in your room with the same kind of knots, tied with the same cord. Why lie about it? Well, I have camped out there, yeah. Why? Well, during the day of the fire in nineteen six, I had a trunk full of valuables out there in the dunes. I... They're trying to find him ever since. I bought you some time for a couple of days and digged for him. That's a pretty weak story, don't you think, Hyde? Well, that's the truth. No, oh, all right. What about that word, tuberculosis, written on the side of the tent? Oh, oh that. That was to keep people aware. I don't like people. To keep people aware while you had the body of Father Heslin? You know, in the tent? hand. never had his body, Miss Not even while you were digging the grave? No, I'm innocent of how are you killed, Father Heslin? No, no. You killed Father Heslin. No, no. Confess. Confess your sins. You killed Father Haslin. Now, listen. I'm as smart as you are. You can't break me down. Well, you have the cooked-up story. Haven't anyone who can identify me. No. Wait a minute. Moray, right. have you ever seen this man before? Oh,
0: that's him. He's the one who called for the father that night. He said that a friend of his was dying. That's him. Oh, you devil. You murderer. Thank you, you murder.
1: That's all for a moment. Take her out, Sergeant. Well, Hindower? I paid witness. She never saw me before. you first interviewed, she said the man was a dark foreigner. Now she's changing her story. Do I look like a dark foreigner? You're going to Father Heslin's courts at night? You mind? Ah, uh, rubbish. I uh, what's the dope, Sheriff? Trying to make a bid for the election that you're so weak at a railroad coming for this murder? That isn't even funny. They won't confess. Well, I've nothing to confess to. Them. I'm innocent. You know an awful lot about the location of Father Heslin's grave for an innocent man. I look here, Sheriff. Let me ask you this: you think I'd have led the officers to of that grave if I'd been guilty? You're a sufficiently shrewd man to think that you're very daring would throw suspicion away from you. And of course, there's the reward. Well, I acted with the best intentions as a law-abiding citizen. I tried to help the police, and now look at the fix I'm in. What's ridiculous? All I know about this whole thing is what that dark porter told called Ella Howard at, at the corner of Ellison Mission that night. Well, I'm willing to play with your story. I'll give you a break. Where's Ella Howard? i question her. Mm-hmm. Why question her? Find a dark corner. He, he's the man that murdered Father Heslin. Let's start with Ella Howard. What does she look like? Oh, she's pretty. Blonde? Think so? Yeah, suppose we have a mug of her hair. She ever been arrested? Might have been. Well, been too careful about the company she keeps. All right. Let's take a look through this book. See anything like her here? These are forges. No, she ain't there. You're there. Well, let's look at the pickpockets. Is Ella Smith's purses? Yeah, she might. See her on this page? No. Turn over. Yeah. Hey, there she is. You sure? Yeah, positive. But this woman's name is Sally Lawrence. Well, Ella, might do you familiar? Yeah, but you see, Hightower, here's where you're mistaken. Because Sally Lawrence, according to this record, is still in San Quentin. Oh, think you must have broken out. Ah, no, that won't do, Hightower. I'm going to send you back to your cell until you decide to come clean. I, I have come clean. I don't believe you, but I'll give you as much rope as you want. And I'm going out and get Ella Howard, if there is such a person. And I'm going to see what she has to say about the dark foreigner. word goes out to the Bay District Police to bring in Ella Howard, blonde and pretty. Finally, the enterprising newspaper reporter finds a blonde girl whose name is Ella Howard, working as a waitress in the Market Street restaurant. He telephones Sheriff Sheehan, plans a trap, and then drives the bewildered girl out the Bay Shore Highway to Redwood City.
0: Say, look here, Mr. Buckley. I don't get what this is all about.
1: I've been trying to tell you that you're the star witness in the Hightower case.
0: What are you talking about?
1: What were you, uh, where were you on the night of August 2nd?
0: waiting tables at the restaurant. Can you prove it? Say, listen, if you get me into any trouble. Hey,
1: listen, Ella, I won't get you into any trouble. Like I told you, you're going to get your pretty pan smeared all over the front pages of the evening newspaper. Oh,
0: gee. And all you
1: have to do is take a ride out to Redwood City with me. That
0: sounds fishy. It
1: isn't. Did you ever know William A. Hightower?
0: Never heard of him until that priest was murdered.
1: Ever knew any dark foreigners?
0: Well, I knew a Mexican boy down in Los Angeles once, but he left town on me. He
1: wasn't drunk on the corner of Ellis and Mason the other night, was he?
0: Say, what are you trying to do?
1: Make Hightower out a liar. Honest, you're the craziest... The more I talk to you, the more I think I am. Mm -hmm. waiting outside. Good. Now, boys, don't watch me or Buckley here. Just keep your eyes on Hightower and the girls. See if they recognize each other. Okay, Buckley. When I push the buzzer, bring her in. Ryan, get Hightower. Yes, sir. I'll feed it outside and be sure my little bird hasn't flown the coop. Okay. Honest, Sheriff. She wins the grand prize. Where do you see this little bundle of stupidity. Boy, I must love my work to ride all the way out here with that number. (laughs) All right, beat it before Hightower gets here. Right. Now, don't forget, boys, keep your eyes glued on this bird. Sit down, Hightower. You made up your mind to confess? I have nothing to confess. All right. Ever been arrested before, Dower? No. No. Ever pulled any jobs before? What do you mean? Burglaries or hold-ups? Of course not. Burglaries or hold-ups? Of course not. Well, before we release you, just to make sure... Or... You, just to make sure... You, just to make sure... I want to have some victims of recent hold-ups take a look at you. Don't mind, will you? No, so long as you let me out of here. We'll see about that. I'll have the first victim brought in. Come in, miss. Now, is this the gentleman here? The one who held you up?
0: Why, well, I've never been here. Mark
1: your dumbbell. Answer yes or no. No. Never seen him before?
0: No. That's
1: all. Come on, that's all he said.
0: And do I get picked you in the paper for that? Yeah. For, for that?
1: Yeah. Graham. Hey, what's the idea of making a train steal out of me? Never see that? A train steal out of me. Never see that girl before, No, I you positive? Positive. That's all I wanted to know. Well, inasmuch as much as you don't recognize her, Hightower, it may interest you to know that that girl is Ella Howard, your lady friend whom you claim heard from a dark, drunk foreigner about the grave of Father Heslin. Now, both of your alibis have been broken down. We have enough circumstantial evidence to put you away for good. Now, why don't you confess? You murdered Father Heslin and you buried his body at Salada Beach. Isn't that the truth? No, it's a lie. I'm innocent. You can't prove a thing. You're framing me. Go ahead and try me for murder. I'll beat your case. You never send me up. Two months after the mysterious disappearance of Father Heslin, William A. Hightower went on trial for his murder. In addition to the circumstantial evidence procured by officers and reporters, The state proved that the handwriting on the ransom note was Hightower's, and that timbers found at the grave stained with human blood proved Hightower's guilt more convincingly than his inconsistent defense argued for his innocence. And so on October 13th, the defendant was found guilty and was sentenced to life imprisonment in San Quentin Penitentiary, where he still is today. No longer William A. Hightower. No longer William A. Hightower, but merely convict number 34458. Have you wondered why Rio Grande calls its leading gasoline crack? That unusual name accurately describes a patented refining process developed after years of research and the expenditure of millions of dollars by the worldwide Sinclair Refining Organization, of which Rio Grande is the Western subsidiary. Only Rio Grande is licensed to crack gasoline for the thin process in the West. And so only in Rio Grande cracked gasoline can you get a gasoline refined by this advanced refining method. In Rio Grande's new cracking plant, the finest plant of its kind in America, the costly cracking process produces a gasoline that averages a 10-point-higher anti-knock rating, a gasoline that so excels all others in fast starting acceleration, speed, power, and mileage that it has been chosen through competitive tests to power the police cars and emergency engines of the West's leading cities. Yet with all its advantages and superiority, you can get this same Rio Grande cracked gasoline from your neighborhood independent dealer at no extra cost. Those of you who have enjoyed calling all cars, but have not experienced police car performance in your car. May I personally ask that you try Rio Grande cracked gasoline tomorrow. Owing all cars, attention all San Mateo County Sheriff's cars. The cancellation of broadcast 78 regarding the disappearance of Father Heslin. His body has been found and the suspect in this case is now in custody. That's all. narrator Frederick Lindsley saying good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.